This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 129, submission 1746, WBNB TV. WBNB-TV was a CBS affiliate out of St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands, which was in operation from July 22, 1961 to September 17, 1989. 28 years, 57 days worth of episodes. Well, guys, this is the first time we've ever discussed a television station that doesn't exist anymore. I bet you it has a very colorful past and a very colorful history. Oh, yes. So the station we're covering today is WBNB-TV, which was a VHF channel, which was affiliated with CBS on the island of St. Thomas and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Now, this station was also a secondary affiliate, according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, for NBC from 1961 to 1983. And it was also a secondary affiliate for NET, the National Education Television Network, from 1961 to 1970. Now, you would best know National Education TV as the predecessor to PBS. So WBNB TV was the first television station to ever operate in the Virgin Islands. And its construction permit was secured in 1960 by a pair of New York City radio men named Robert Noble and Robert Moss, who shared equal ownership in the then owners of the station, Island Teller Radio Service, Inc. And that's where they got the call letters from. Yeah, B&B, which is short for Bob and Bob. Now I'm thinking to myself, what would a couple of New York City radio guys want with a TV station in the Caribbean? Hey, it's their money. They can do whatever they want with it. Okay, so the WBNB stations were split up in 1970 as Channel 10 was sold to the first of what would turn out to be five different U.S. mainland-based operators. So at this point, the partnership between Bob Moss and Bob Noble ended when Bob Noble retained sole ownership in the radio outlet, purchasing its remaining shares from Bob Moss and other minority partners. All right, so we have here the ownership history of WBNB on Truth by Consensus Wikipedia. Okay. So from 1961 to 1970, it was owned by Island Teleradio Service, which was the original licensee and owners. And then it was purchased in 1970 by a New York-based cable TV system operator called Television Communications Corp., which would be a forerunner to Time Warner Cable, which, of course, is now Spectrum. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jacob, not a fan of the Spectrum. I am not a fan of the Spectrum. And then it was purchased in 1972 by Federated Media Inc., which was formed by stockholders of Television Communication Corp. after its cable systems were sold to Warner Communications. And that lasted for two years. 
And then in 1974, it was purchased by a Washington, D.C.-based group of minority investors called District Communications, Inc., which lasted until 1980 when it was bought by Worrell Newspapers Incorporated, which were the then publishers of the Daily Progress in Charlottesville, Virginia. And then it was purchased in 1986 by its final owner, a Rockford, Illinois-based group broadcaster known as Benedict Broadcasting. So in 1989, the station went off the air because Hurricane Hugo made a landfall on the Virgin Islands, which destroyed the station's transmitter, knocking it off the air permanently. So Bendek Broadcasting, who acquired the station back in 86, they did not have the resources to rebuild the station right away. So despite being in the dark, the station's broadcast license actually remained operating until 1995 when the FCC finally forced Bendek Broadcasting to surrender the license on the grounds of abandonment. Now, how did this station come to our attention, you ask? How did this station come to our attention? Well, I found a lot of clips on YouTube. And this was thanks to the YouTube channel of a guy named Matt Locker, who is a former employee of WBNB. And he preserved a lot of stuff from his time at WBNB. And it's all on YouTube. You can go and search WBNB. You can go find it. It's amazing. Just you have like a lot, whole sorts of footage from like news broadcasts, some random stuff from around the station, some old promo videos. It's just incredible. Some unused footage that he shot for promo videos he has on his channel. Just incredible. There's some stuff I want to highlight because on one of the videos on Matt Locker's channel, there's a seven minute promo video about WBNB, I guess for like advertisers in the Virgin Islands area, utilizing the CBS Great Moments Fall 1982-83 campaign. And you also got like a bunch of like local commercials that they shot over over that time in Quoted 2, which is kind of a highlight. So in one of the commercials in the promo video, there's a commercial for Bailey's Irish Cream with this guy who's stocking up on a big amount of supplies of Bailey's Irish cream for a hurricane that's coming to the area. Looks like there's a storm coming. Good thing I stocked up on essentials. Better check my hurricane list. Glad I got some Bailey's Irish cream. Smart move. Supplies could be cut off for weeks. Bailey's is one thing I'd hate to be without. This hurricane season reminder was brought to you by Bailey's, the original Irish cream. Yeah, Greg? Yeah? That looks like a drinking hut. Oh, yeah. I played the the promo for you guys. And, yeah, he's, he's stocked up on all the Bailey's Irish cream. He's like, yeah, nobody's going to be here for, like, weeks because of yep. supplies. So I got to stock up on my Bailey's Irish cream. That's what does before a hurricane. This isn't just an island thing. This is true all over the place. Oh, yeah. Also, there's this commercial on in the promo video for Ocean Air, which is like which is like an airline, I guess, in the Virgin Islands. And oh, this jingle is, is incredible. 
that looks like the plane from, from Fantasy Island. I thought for a brief moment you were going to say it was the plane from Wings. Yeah, it does look like the plane from Wings. That does that do look like the plane from Wings. I didn't see Tim Daly piloting the plane. You didn't see anybody pilot the plane. For all we know, Otto, the automatic pilot, could have been piloting the plane. <laughs> but yeah, we also. Oh yeah, and also for some reason, WBNB aired like bingo during like commercial during, 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 during commercial breaks during, for Young and the Restless. <laughs> Okay, we're moving on with bingo now, and we are uh, playing for single line bingo for $50, okay? Single line bingo for $50. Under the B, eight. <laughs> Under the B, eight. B, eight. See there? B, eight. Under the B, eight. Under the B, eight. We're moving on. Under the B, eight. You got that one. Under the N, all the fours. 44. <laughs> N44. <laughs> N44. Under the N. 44. N44. N44. See there? Okay, let's move on now. Under the G. 49. G. 49. <laughs> it's like you can make $50 while you're watching your stories. Yeah, $50 for one line bingo. How would that even work? I'm guessing by phone. Yeah, you know, guessing... those, those bell those bell system lines just don't appear by themselves, you know. Okay, but how did they get the the, the cords distributed? And how would they know it, it's actually a bingo? Newspapers, mailers, possibly, possibly going to a duty free shop or something. Maybe. Now I'm kind of curious. You don't get to, like, 50-some-odd years without being, like, really, really big on the island, right? Yeah. But also, now this is going to be something we're going to cover in a future entry later this year on network TV fall campaigns. Now, I already mentioned the promo video utilizing CBS Great Moments from, like, the promo campaign they did from 82 83. There's a promo video utilizing... The CBS We've Got the Touch campaign that was around 83 to 86 that will play right here. We've got the touch, you and Channel 10. We've got a way of doing things in the Caribbean today. Keep in touch with me. 
And also, you got a lot of news clips on the YouTube channel that he got posted from around like 83 to I'm guessing around like early to mid 89, just before the station went dark permanently. And oh, my God, I, I love I love the style of these news broadcasts because it's like so like incredible. I mean, it's the U.S. Virgin Islands, so it's not like you have much of a budget on like set and news. Yeah, I mean, this would be, it's like on this on this YouTube channel, it has like all these news sort of feeds, but they look like they came out of the 70s. Oh yeah, they probably just had whatever 1970s equi- equivalent of, Chi- of Chiron or the video toaster that they had lying around. It's like, okay, yeah. we, got, we got to make do with what we got, folks. Yeah, it's like we're not getting anything from the mainland yet, so... We need some graphic for the Weber report. Okay, let's do with what we have. Okay, so we have a magnetic map. Yeah. And all we need to do is just put stickers on it. Yeah, and gotta change the yeah, because right here, we see right here in one of, the, one of the promo videos I'm showing in the screen share, there's, a, there's literally the old-style Weber map with the stickers. Kind of reminds me of early pre-Weather Channel days. I'm looking at a news bumper right, right above that. Oh, yeah, and plugging old Milwaukee beer. And it doesn't do the logo off of a magic toaster. No, it doesn't. It just, somebody just goes on a computer and types old Milwaukee. Yeah, type old Milwaukee on the Chiron. Okay, put it up. Put it up. It's good. It's good. It looks good. It looks really good. It looks good. Looks good. Oh, 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 it looks good. It looks so good. Oh, it looks good. It looks good. Oh, it looks good. But also, I want to know, WBNB also for a time in the 1980s outsourced some of their news from something called, and I mentioned this in the 2020 year in review video, they got outsourced some of their news from the independent network news. Oh, that would be uh, out of uh, WPAX in New York. It was based out of WPAX in New York. So if you've ever gone to the antenna TV Facebook page and you've ever seen like a news report from like around probably let's say around 82 to maybe 87 or something. And you see like a news report on something that happened in the news, like on this date, blah, blah, blah happened or something on the antenna TV, Facebook page. Chances are that came from the independent network news because a lot of the news clips from the antenna TV, Facebook page are from WPIX because antenna TV is owned by Tribune broadcasting. Indeed. And then there's this, there's this elephant-looking guy on my screen. So it looks, a, it looks like a combination of an elephant and a frog. Let me hold on a second. Let me just see. What is this? Plug oh, a tin. The electric connection has gone European with beautiful Maxim appliances. So beautiful, you'll never put them away. You'll get rich. Plug a tin. Espresso every time you use your Maxim Explay. Mm. The, the uh, mascot for the electric connection. One does, but faster. Ah, we magnifique. This stunning oh, plug it in. Plug a tin. Once the water starts to boil, it automatically turns itself off. Plug a tip. Especially, especially if you uh, say it with a sort of 
Julia and Graham, especially if you say it with a sort of a uh, Caribbean dialect, like like a teen. Try this Maxi Mix like portable processor. I sound like my mother. Chops, cuts, and blends. Does almost everything and goes everywhere. Deep fry your Johnny cakes to a golden brown with this. All temperature controlled. Steamer and tempura accessories. What too. the hell is this? Piping hot with this beautiful it's a, Maxi Mix. It's the electric. Tray. It's the electric connection. Like a the electric connection. Bon appetit. These oh, now he's on a beach! Oh my god. I bet you Plegatin and Frederator and Crazy Eddie are sharing a co-op. Or the Wiz. Or the Wiz. The Wiz doesn't have a mascot though, do they? They had the mascot in the one Seinfeld episode. Get time saving GE appliances oh. at the electric connection. Oops, I better turn over. I'm getting all dark. <laughs> be the Seinfeld episode with the Frogger game? No. Oh. That's another episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> Plug a tin was the spokes frog for the electric connection on St. Thomas. Here are three of their spots produced by. WBNP from 83 to 84. That was so bizarre. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up, Mike. I shared you something from Facebook. So we found of an image from the Facebook page, Everything and Anything Virgin Island. So the person from the YouTube channel, Matt Walker, actually shared this picture to this Facebook page that says, in the 1970s, WBNB-TV did their own Saturday morning kids show called Buffalo Jody, originating in the Market Square Studios. And Buffalo Mike, Jody? Yeah, Mike, you had a lot to say about this to me in the chat. Buffalo Jody? That sounds like some sort of like really localized ripoff of Buffalo Bill. But, but also, this image of Buffalo Jody... I don't see anything Buffalo going on. He, he sort of looks like a dollar store Tarzan, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But also Buffalo Jody. That doesn't really inspire fear in me. Oh, no, here comes Buffalo Jody. Let's let's all stay here because Buffalo Jody's not going to hurt us. No, Buffalo Jody's not going to hurt us. Buffalo Jody's a nice person. We think. We don't, well, we don't. Okay, so we don't know what kind of person Buffalo Jody is. Yeah, it's possible Buffalo Jody maybe later went on to host uh, the bingo game that uh, we saw earlier. Oh yeah, well, he didn't. He, he wasn't the host of the episode that we saw, but you know, th- they had such limited resources. Yeah, they money. had they had such a limited budget. It's it was like the most low rent, low thrill bingo game you could have. I've been on cruise ship bingos that had more excitement than that bingo game. Well, that's because the uh, that's because your uh, typical cruise director entertainment staff they're like college kids and they have that energy. Oh they yeah, have that big college kid there, energy. There's nothing more fun than a cruise ship bingo game. Yep. Shout out to uh, my good friend Lindsay, who I actually met. She was an assistant cruise director, and she liked my Doctor Who scarf. Oh, that's terrific. Okay. So, as I mentioned, WBNB-TV, Hurricane Hugo, permanently knocked off the station in 1989. So, obviously, because it was a CBS affiliate, okay, CBS programming was not on the Virgin Islands again until 2001, 
when it was shown on WVXF Channel 17 in St. Thomas. And then the network switched to TV2 in 2009. And now it's primarily a This TV affiliate. And then from then until 2019, CBS programs were shown on WMNS between the early 90s and 2001. Satellite service was the only way to access CBS programs in the Virgin Islands. So sometime in 2019, CBS programming in the Virgin Islands went to WCVI TV channel 23. And that's where for the last two years, CBS programming can now be found in the U S Virgin Islands. So now you basically have a history of CBS in the U S Virgin Islands. And also believe it or not on WCVI on the digital sub channel 23.2, they also are the ABC affiliate to the U.S. Virgin Islands. So that's something. They, yep. They're the, C- they're the CBS. They're primarily the CBS affiliate of the Virgin Islands. And they're the ABC Virgin Islands. The, the original ABC carrier switched to ION. And then some sort of digital spectrum thing happened. And now WCBI is also an ABC affiliate. Man, that what a sense. That's what a downgrade. You go from ABC to Ion. Uh, somebody likes to watch their reruns of Criminal Minds. What can I say? Yeah. Although, don't watch any episodes with Thomas Gibson. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Just ask Shamar Moore. So what do we got to say about WBNB TV? I am a big broadcasting geek. And before we did, we planned this episode, this is the first I've heard of it. This is incredible. This is an incredible station that not many people would know about. And we probably would never know about it if this one employee didn't post a lot of stuff from his time there on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And we and we have to thank him, this, Matt Locker, this guy, for putting all this video on his channel. Because this has been a great resource for us. Because this has given us so much entertainment. I mean, God, I love this. I love how I love how cheesy it is. I love how low rent. It reminds me a lot of UHF in a way. Yeah, only it's network affiliated. Yeah, it's means, network affiliate. Which means, guess what I'm going to be doing tomorrow at work. I'm going to be rabbit-holing this TV station. Oh, yeah. People are going to be asking, what are you watching? I'm like, shut up. I'm watching WBNB-TV. What's that? Oh, it's the station that existed in the Virgin Islands back in the 80s. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm watching WBNB-TV. It's like, WBNB-TV? I've never heard of WBNB-TV. Well, of course you haven't. It doesn't exist anymore. Then what's WBNB-TV? Oh, it was a thing on TV. Yeah, it was a thing on TV from 1961 to 1989. And it could have still been a thing on TV had Hurricane Hugo not come a-knocking. Yeah, Hurricane Hugo, damn you. By by the way, because I know Hurricane Hugo hit your area, Chico. Uh, Yeah, it did, but... Uh, truth be told, I would have been one year removed from having lived here the first okay, time. But, so I would have been living in Arizona in 1980. Okay, but wouldn't, her, didn't, did Hugo the mascot exist when the Hurricane Hugo hit? Yes. Because how long would the Hornets have existed? Like a year? A year. 
Yeah, okay. they started in 88. Okay. So it would have been like one of those crazy coincidences. Well, because I, I do think there was like some talk about changing Hugo the Hornet's name, which thank God they didn't because come on. Look at Hugo the Hornet. I am looking at Hugo the Hornet. He's a yeah. very nice Hornet. He is a very nice and Hornet. Frankly, he looks better in teal than he does in uh, Mardi Gras colors. Oh, yeah. We don't want to talk about that period when he was in New Orleans. No. No. Well, at least, thankfully, he's he's gone there, and they replaced him with whatever that thing is in New Orleans now. It's a pelican. Named Pierre. It's a, a pelican. It's an atrocity Pierre. is what it is. It's a pelican named Pierre, and it scares the living hoo-ha out of you. Yeah. Well, enough about Hugo the Hornet. You can go to itwasathingontv.com. You can check out all 128 prior episodes of this. You can also go and check out all of our live shows. We got four live shows so far. We got four minisodes. You can also listen to episode zero, which was the preview episode we did prior to the start of this podcast, all the way back in October 2019. And also you can listen to the special episode me and Chico did on the Podbean feed earlier this month, where we talked about season two of The Mandalorian and where we previewed phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which which started tonight, actually. As we're recording this, the first two episodes of WandaVision are now on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and I've I've seen episodes one and two. I I have yet to see episode two, but episode one is a trip. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. And also, I I love the fact that Eric Foreman's mom's on this series. Deborah Jo Rupp, former contestant on The Pyramid? Yes, Deborah Jo Rupp. But I'll tell you this, Chico. Episode two, you are never going to look at a stick of gum the same way again. That's all I'm going to say. You will never look at a stick of gum the same way again. I don't know what's going on in this series, but I, I love it. It's It gives me some sort of Twin Peaks vibes, and you all know how much I love Twin Peaks. I know, I know you're all about the Twin Peaks. Yeah. So next week, guys. Oh, next week, oh, oh, my oh, oh. subject Mike? one is, your, is that, you and I are's jam. Oh, yes. And then you have a subject that it's... Uh, Oh, good. I know. Why don't I just tell everybody what we're talking about next week? No, I think I don't know if a lot of people know who you're referring to, which is generally a good thing. But yes, uh, next week, three words describe the two topics. Oh, it's so good. Subject two is going to be completely new to me. Because we didn't have this guy in New York. Man, you were missing out. Yeah, you, you were you, missing out. You, you had a deprived, not necessarily childhood, but your new newscasts were missing a little flair. Yes. You needed this guy. You needed a guy that tells you not just what you should be eating, but why. Yeah. And you'll find out all about that next week on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow!
Touch. We've got the touch, we've got the touch with Channel 